0: Welcome, my beautiful friend. Happy Tuesday. Here we are doing episode 50 today, and I can't wait to share with you what I've been writing about for this one. Each one of us has been promised a ridiculously huge, meaningful and joyful life. It's true. You might look at your current situation right now and think that I can't possibly be talking about you, but my friend, I am you, especially you. God's got some incredible plans up his sleeve. He's designed you for so much more. And today we're going to spend some time talking about what it is that might be holding you back from great big living. I began writing this devotional and it quickly became apparent that I was going to have a very long episode on my hands. I wrote and wrote and wrote and realized that instead of one half hour episode, I would split this episode into two more manageable parts for you, which gives you a little more time in between to digest and reflect upon the content. I've gone ahead and titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Burn the Ships, Part 1. There is an amazing song by the musical group for King & Country called Burn the Ships. It's one I highly recommend you check out today. It's a great song to listen to first thing in the morning, as it always manages to boost my mood and get me pumped up for a brand new day of life. And the lyrics of the chorus of the song say, step into a new day. We can rise up from the dust and walk away. We can dance upon our heartache. Yeah, so light a match, leave the past, burn the ships, and don't you look back. Where did the expression burn the ships come from? It's actually one that shows up in multiple historical references. It commonly appears in instances where the exploration of a new land often meant conflict with the native peoples, as well as uncertainty of what would be found there, the potential hardships, fear of the unknown, and hesitation for what lay ahead. Once land was made, in many cases it was tempting for the men to retreat in uncertainty and escape back to the safety of the ship to avoid what lay ahead, a risk that the men leading those expeditions couldn't allow. So in an effort to prevent his crew from abandoning the mission and retreating when things got tough, the leader would in a last-ditch effort literally set fire to the ship so that there was no going back the ship would burn while the men on shore kissed any chance of retreat goodbye. From that point on, the only way to survive was to work together and move forward, move into the unknown, and conquer whatever challenges lay ahead. Because if you didn't, you would die. And it was a bold and drastic measure. And girl, you are called to bold and drastic measures today also. You have a life that is likely pretty comfortable and it can be tempting to stay where you are at and not move into unknown territory. We aren't going to be lighting anything on fire for real today, but I am hoping to get some sparks going for your passion towards living in order to uncover the good life you were made for. You're going to have to burn some figurative ships that are holding you back The ships that you run back to when times get difficult. So what is holding you back? Truth bomb girl, you are currently living in a reality that you have in large part created. Sure, you maybe can't take credit or blame for 100% of it all, but look around. Look at yourself. Look at your surroundings, your schedule, your attitude, your life today. It's a product of your choices, actions, and habits. Is it all you can imagine life being? Are you where you want to be, doing the things that make you happy and living the dream life you thought you always would be by now? No? Well, let's work towards changing that today. It's a process. And while the best time to start would have been 10 years ago, the next best time to start is right now. Are you ready to step into your new day? Step into the life that has been custom designed for you? Well, grab your matches, girl. I spent some time thinking about what it is that most commonly holds us back from all God wants us to have. And I came up with 10 things I think that are going to resonate with you today. Five of those things we will chat about today. And next week, I'll come back with five more for you. These are all things that the enemy loves to promote as viable options for you in hopes that you fall short of the life you were designed for. He knows how amazing your life is meant to be, and that's a threat to him and the mundane existence that he's hoping you will accept. So writing out this list made me once again think of the verse from John 10.10 that I mentioned last week that says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus wants you to have a full life. It's what he gave his life up for. So let's start thinking about the factors in your life that aren't contributing to it being that way. And think about where the enemy is trying to sneak in and kill your potential, steal your joy and destroy your passion for living. So number one, here's my first thing, excuses. Some of us have a million of them and in our lifetime, we'll probably use them all. Excuses can be applied to every single area of a life, and ironically, some of them take more time and energy than the actual task itself. Excuses are expensive. They cost you. They cost you by robbing you of the life you were made for. Are you spending valuable time and resources buying your excuses? They add up. They make you feel ripped off at the end of the day because, my friend, while you can fool and deceive everyone else... You can't fool and deceive yourself forever. Excuses don't feel good. They don't contribute to your success. They make you feel weak, unempowered, and unconfident. It's time to burn your excuses. Today, I want you to catch yourself when you make an excuse and then immediately say, actually, you know what? I'm worth more than that. Then do the thing. Just do it. You'll go to bed tonight feeling more confident, empowered, and strong. Number two, negativity. Uh, girl, ever spend time around someone so negative that you can't wait to be out of their presence? Now, what if that negative person is you? What if you are the person that people can't wait to get away from because you're sucking the joy right out of them? Negativity really does suck the life out of everyone around it. No one wants to have a miserable mom, a naggy wife, a down-in-the-dump sister, or a cranky colleague. Girl, is that you? Well, burn it up. You will be so much happier when you begin to kick the negativity to the curb. And the best way to begin to do that is with gratitude. Take some time today to truly assess your situation. Hang it out on a global-sized clothesline. Hang it up against the conflicts happening in the world right now. The people who are living in situations and circumstances you can't even imagine being in. Compare it to the suffering that others in real time right now are experiencing. And then I want you to ask yourself, is your life as bad as you are behaving like it is? Are you really wanting to take all God has given you today, crumple it up and tell him that it's not good enough for you? Because when you spend your day miserable, complaining, resentful, jealous, angry, and bitter, that is what you are doing. What if you began to let that go today and begin to take a moment to notice the countless little blessings you actually do have? Happiness begets happiness. And in order to become truly happy, you have to find something to thank God for for today. Despite your circumstances. Then find something else and something else and that gratitude snowball will begin to build and it will eventually crush that negativity that is poisoning you from the inside. Number three, impatience. I wonder how many of us have given up on things and go back to bad habits because the results we expect don't seem to happen or show up quick enough. We are living in times that promote instant gratification. From deliveries to information to connections or anything in between, we've come to expect that things ought to happen for us and they ought to happen quickly. And when they don't, we abandon the plan we are on to get the next quick fix. We run back to our ship if our victory doesn't come within minutes. Whatever happened to the old saying that all good things take time? I'm willing to bet that you have so many worthwhile goals, achievements, and personal growth opportunities on your list. Opportunities that will be so worth your time and work in the end. But are you abandoning those because you're being impatient right now? Stay the course, my friend. The tree doesn't produce fruit on the day it is planted. Sow the seed today. Tend the soil. Provide the water, sunlight, and give the time needed. Your dedication, consistency, and commitment will eventually allow you to reap your harvest if you don't decide to quit before that happens. Number four, laziness and comfort. It makes so much sense that we say growth happens just outside of our comfort zone because it's so tempting and all too easy To just not try when things get uncomfortable. To not stretch yourself into new territory or do anything remotely new or uncomfortable. But let's be honest, growth, reaching goals and the daily grind don't always feel good in the moment. In the short term, it can feel like sacrificing a lot for gains that you don't see right away. Progress forces us to choose what we want most over what we want now. And it's easier to hit snooze or watch Netflix or binge social media or binge on your favorite foods rather than doing the other things that are going to get you further in life. You'll always leave those situations feeling like you sold yourself short because you have. When you waste your valuable time and make decisions that hold you back, you're ripping yourself off and that never feels good. You're smart enough to see that. And when the steps necessary to achieve your goals feel unglamorous, repetitive, and downright hard sometimes, that's because that's what it takes to go from ordinary living to extraordinary living. The offerings of the enemy are usually comfortable and less work because that's what makes them appealing to us. It's why the huge majority of people choose to settle For less. That comfort comes at a cost, though the cost of not living to your full potential. You weren't designed to be lazy, my sister. So let's stop living like it's even an option, okay? And finally, for today, number five, settling for less. Like I said in the last point, the enemy looks for ways to get you to buy his lies. One of the best tactics is to convince you that you weren't made for more. To try to get you to believe that while everyone else has all the potential, it just isn't in the cards for you. Instead of taking that lie and burning it up, so many people begin to believe it. They start to take where they are at and get stuck there. And worse still, believe that it's their fate in life and their destiny to be there because the enemy whispers that when you're stuck, that if it was meant to be, it would be easy. He couldn't be more wrong. God didn't create you for mediocre living. He didn't skip over you when he was handing out amazing lives. He's packed so much potential into you. But despite what the enemy tells you, it's going to take some hard work. Maybe it's time to stop settling for less and remember that like we read in John 10.10, Jesus came to give us life to the full. Don't you want to discover all he has available for you? So let's take a moment to pray together to ask him to help us find all of our potential today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the full life you have promised us today. You designed us to do great things in your name and fulfill great promises that you made to us. We know that true living happens outside of our comfort zone. It happens when we venture into new mindsets, opportunities that you provide for us, and situations where we can show others your glory. The truth is, though, that this is often an uncomfortable place for us to be, as it's not always what we are used to and not always what we feel like. Jesus, please help us to become strong enough to go after what you want most for us over what we want now and realize that you have equipped us to do hard things. Father, in this moment, as we listen, there are people in other parts of the world facing great turmoil and hardship. Families who are displaced and simply concerned with the very basics of survival today. Things like safety, clean water, something to eat, a warm roof over their heads, comfort for their children and loved ones. The things that on any given day of life we can so easily take for granted. So Lord, please help us to take time throughout today to pause and to pray for your love, hope, and peace to fill the hearts of those who are currently living in unrest. You know exactly what everyone needs at this moment, and we ask that you provide sufficient grace for this day of life. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friend, I thank you for taking time to press play today. And I hope you've got a ship or two in mind that you are ready to light up. Hey, please remember that this is only part one of this episode and I'll be busy finalizing part two to have it ready for you next Tuesday morning. Please make sure to join me for that one, okay? And if you found that this episode resonated with you, Why not share the love and pass it on to a friend in a text today, or share the link to this on your socials? It really would mean the world to me, and it might just make the difference in someone else's life, so that they too can come to know just how much sweeter life is when they invite Jesus in to do it with them. Girl, please know that you are amazing. You've got this, and life in new territory is awaiting your arrival today. I'm wishing you the most amazing week, as well as all of God's blessings. From my heart to yours, bye for now.